0: Matter of fact, I was just out of school and people say, oh, I need money to start trading options or I don't have enough money to start doing it. I'm like, your ability alone has six figures. You can make, any kid right now, if you're watching this and you're a kid, if you're, I don't care if you're 22, 21, 20, 19, all the way down to 14, 15 years old, especially if you're young, you know how to make six figures right now. You know how to do it. Everything. I don't care what you do. You can play basketball, you can do, I don't care what you do, you can do it. I was just out of school and I taught like think tw- 10, 20, 30 kids How they all can do six minutes
1: You're listening to The Millionaire Talk Show With Charles Oglesby We're gonna be millionaires And we're interviewing proven millionaires Who've built their wealth in real estate Sales, marketing, branding And other areas By betting on themselves And now, here's your host, Charles Oglesby.
2: Oglesby. Millionaire talk show, Charles Oglesby, awesome. Your mentor. Millionaire with Michelle Welch in the building. What's going on, Michelle?
3: Hey, what's
2: up? We're doing good, doing good. It's another beautiful day. It's Tuesday. For some reason, I thought it was Monday. I just got back from Vegas. And, you know, sometimes it's refreshing to take those trips. So when you do come back and do the work, you're more energetic, more motivated. And uh, it's less, like, kind of boring and redundant so you guys are definitely in for a treat we have a unique situation because i know you guys heard the jose bennett interview we've been getting a ton of great feedback from that interview but we have his son on the podcast and um ashton bennett and he is a 19 year old options trader he is a course creator and uh, he's just really doing some really cool things and you guys are in for a treat so welcome to the show brother
0: Appreciate you for bringing me on and you know what I'm saying it's a Sean you know what I'm saying just because I know Siri will tell you it's a Ashley but it is a Sean though. No. oh Sean. Yeah, it's all Sean good. it's all good Siri does the same thing it's all good <laughs> it's all good um but, so uh, doing blessed man
2: yeah he teaches young adults teenagers how they can make money trading options he also teaches his peers how they can leverage their gift to make money to fund their trading strategy and he's doing this for kids who are in, in like high school age right
0: Yeah. High school. I mean, kids in middle school, too, but primarily high school, because that's when they get into that prime age where they start to figure out what they want to do. I love working with high school kids.
2: So how did you get started in this space?
0: Um, I just well, from there, I just kind of just started to see different uh, entrepreneur avenues. I mean, I saw there was e-commerce. I saw you can create your own brand, you know, clothing lines and affiliate marketing. And then I saw trading, too. So my biggest problem was seeing too many different people doing things. And I had to pick one. That was the hardest part. So what I did was I just asked myself the simple question, can I be a millionaire in every single one of these avenues? And my answer to that was yes. So then the next question was, so why do I have to try to do everything when I could just do one? So I said, if I could be a millionaire, in every single one of these individually, I just got to pick one of them. So I just checked options and it happened to be the first thing. So I said, I'm just going to lock in all in this and I'm going to master it. And Now that's what I decided on doing.
2: So I like talking to options traders because I feel like it adds value to all the communities I'm associated with. The podcast listeners get value. And then people who are in the Thai Capital options community get value. And then people who just follow me on social media get value. So I'm curious, when did your options trading kind of journey begin?
0: It started around December 2020. And this was around Christmas time. And this is when I decided on what I wanted to do. I wanted to be an entrepreneur so i told my parents on christmas i said don't get me no clothes don't get me shoes don't get me no game video game nothing i just want something a course mentorship something on entrepreneurship in general and it happened to be on the stock market coincidentally so i said all right cool it was about it was like a 300 dollars course or something like that it kind of taught me about the basics of like what the stock market is and i basically used that to make my first trade four days later so on christmas day i was literally studying that course like literally until two or three o'clock in the morning. And then the next day I woke up and said, all right, we're going to figure this thing out. So I just started looking up what I can do with this information that I found swing trading. Then I started looking up different stocks that I wanted to actually get into. Um, and at that time I was mainly interested in like the electric vehicle. So I looked into Neo. um it was blink charging. I was interested in that as well, because, you know, Biden was passing all of the um, laws and petitioning different things to get signed for the, um, you know, the electric vehicles, the all electric. He wants to push that. So I said, all right, let me just go with what's being pushed. And Tesla also. But it was a little bit too expensive for me. So I was like, all right, let me just stick to something smaller. So I chose Neo. And what I did was I think four days later, it was December 29th. And I did a 444 call on uh neo and it was about $49 at the time i held it for about 2 weeks um and now for that trade i turned about $500 that i got from christmas and i literally turned that into 2000 and i was still in class too it was funny i was actually <laughs> in class at 9:30 in the morning and i just so i first i sold my contract at 9:31 like on the dot and then right after that i just logged out my class and said yo this uh, this 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 is, this is ridiculous i just made $2000 in class from home, didn't do anything, no job or nothing. So I said, all right, this is something that I'm going to lock in on. So it's so funny because I went downstairs and my mom was downstairs because she's working from home too. And I said, mom, I just made $2,000. She was like, oh, that's, that's good. And I was like, hold up. Maybe she thought I said 200. Maybe say, all right, repeat it again. I was like, mom, I just made 2000 just now from trading basically. And she was like, you know, I said, I heard you. That was good. That's good. But if I was to get straight A's, if I was to get good grades. Then it's like, all right, we about to go out to eat. We about to go here. I'm so proud of you, all this. So I was like, all right, she might not see the potential in this, but I do. So I just locked in on it. And I got from, from 2000, I just started day trading at that point because I had 2000. So I was like, all right, I'm going to day trade with this now. And from there, from day trading, I took that 2000, I turned into about four or 5,000 in about like a month or two. And then I took about one trade and it kind of set me down about a thousand. I forgot what specific trade it was but I think I was trading NEO as well. And it was like a swing trade. It was like an overnight trade basically. And I lost like a thousand dollars in like after an overnight. So I was like, whoa, I lost like 20% of what I made like in total from 5,000 dropped all the way down to four. And I was like, hold up. That kind of hurt me a little bit. Again, at that time I was just 18. So I was like, that kind of hurt me a little bit. That's the most I ever lost. And also at the time, that was the most I ever made. So I was like, all right, I got to understand and study these losses because I get—I know most people fail when they first start trading, like 70%, 80% of traders typically fail their first year. So I said, let me study those failures. Let me study those people who lost. Let me study those people who did lose money and what they did so I can do the opposite. So from that period, from that spring, I just started locking in on studying different people that I were losing in the market, the different times that the market was doing good and bad and understand why people were doing well and bad. But I focused on the losses though. Because once I understood how people lost, I knew what I didn't need to do. And then from there, the little things that I didn't need to do to see, it was just right in front of me. Super easy to see.
2: I think that's important um, because the losses are motivating.
0: Yeah. Like it hurts,
2: <laughs> but that's what gets people back in the lab. Yes. And and then it's it's not just that you're studying to learn the overall concept. You're It's more focused studying as well. Yes. And so like for people who are listening to this, who maybe are like, Afraid to maybe try or do different things because they don't want to take that loss. Like losses aren't a bad thing. Um, don't get in the habit of just losing. Like don't just yeah, be out there just <laughs> winging it, gambling and losing. Use that yeah. loss as motivation to get back into the lab. Um, since since that happened, have you become more profitable and more consistent with your trading?
0: Yeah. Um. So taxes this year were not fun. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> taxes this year were not fun. Uh, I had like I think five like it just crossed over five figures in taxes and I did not like it. But um, yeah, I did have a pretty good year though. So I did enjoy it. But um, I learned a lot though. And uh, it's funny because you mentioned that like you do, the losses are motivating. And I kind of told this, told this to um, some people too, because they didn't really want to lose when it came to trading. And I told them that wins are only special because the losses, like those wins that you get are only because you've lost or only because you prepared for something to happen. Like any, with anything in life, you have to get repetition at something in order to actually grow with it. So, when I did study those losses, it definitely helped me. And then from there, I just started doing like $100 days and then that grew to $1,000 days. And now I'm over trying to get these five figure days now. But again, like it's still a journey because I noticed the, the biggest thing that I kind of had to deal with was the psychological barrier of making or losing a lot of money. And that's kind of the biggest hurdle that I was trying to get over because I thought it was just a strategy or I thought it was. Uh, what indicators am I using, or what type of price action am I looking at, or what market structure am I trying to decipher or try to play? It was literally all of it was mental in terms of my losses that were coming. Mm. Wow. That's it's really interesting. That so Go ahead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's, it's interesting that you're so young and you get this in the terminology because a lot of times people think that it's like either an age thing or access thing, or even like a, a college thing. You aren't even college. I mean, you are college age, but. You're not like as has even matriculated through college age. Yeah. And so it's like, what would you tell to the younger people out there? Even people who are older, who might be thinking that there's like something in front of them that they're going to prevent them from being a good trader.
0: Um, the biggest thing that prevents people from getting a, like being good as a trader, I feel like is this misconception of what it takes to be a good trade. Because most people think that it's the strategy or it's the understanding the charts or it's the technical analysis. Like I'll tell people this, like most of my, tra- I have most, most of my mentors now, they're doing five, six figures, seven figures a day trading options. And all of them have completely different strategies. One of my mentors, he uses like the volume weighted price average VWAP and uh, like the 9 and 21 EMA. And then some of them use the Ashi candles. Some of them use no indicators at all. And they trade strictly off of supply and demand zones. And that's it. Like the one thing I learned is this, like just doing simple evaluation. If they're all making five, six, seven figures a day, but they all have different strategies. They all have to be doing something the same. There has to be something that they're doing the same. And I found out that the one thing that they all have in common is they don't have fear and they're mentally intact with how they spend their money, but also how much they they know their limit. But that came from experience. So, like, if you're able to master your emotions when it comes to trading, it's that's the that's the hardest part. Because learning the strategy, I can give anybody my strategy right now, and I guarantee you, it's going to be hard for you to be consistent if your emotions are getting in the way. So, if you are young, I recommend you just focus on. It'll probably take you maybe like a couple of days, couple of weeks, couple of months to learn like the technical side of trading. But then it'll take you maybe years, maybe months or years to actually master your emotional part like of actually trading. So focus on that.
3: That's really, really dope. It's powerful. And I'm kind of sitting back because this is like Charles Lane. like He's super heavy in trading. And I'm just like, I know everything about business. But it's (laughs) so one of my fears of why I've not gotten started is just because I'm not I don't like numbers. I don't like. You know, yeah. I wasn't, a, I didn't go to, I went to college, but I dropped out. I don't like math. I don't like it at all. So I guess I got scared because I'm like, I need to know numbers. I need to know all these weird things, but it just, I'm like, it, not for nothing, but like if you, why can't I, like, it makes me yeah. think like, am I really just holding myself back from making all of this money? Cause you're like four figure eight five figure. And I'm like, wait, can I, can someone teach me how to do this? <laughs> So how has doing the trading, how has that helped you on your entrepreneurial journey? Because there's a lot of things that you're saying that I could see like contributing to your growth as an entrepreneur. How do they go hand in hand for you?
0: Um, it helped me with a lot. A few characteristics it gave me. It gave me patience. It taught yeah. me about consistency. It taught me about discipline. And it also taught me about integrity, too, because when it comes to like you losing and also you winning, you have to be honest. Like You have to be honest with yourself and people. So like even when I take losses, even when I take huge uh, hits in the market, or even if I take big wins in the market, I show it, I show how I did it. And then if I lose, I say, hey, this is why I took a loss. Don't do this, this, and this. So now I'm showing people the good and the bad because it's always good and bad. Especially, I've only been trading for like a year. And the fact that I was able to even... Profit five figures in general of ups and downs, like six figures and wins and then like literally four or five figures and losses like literally it all came down to just understanding myself more because again, I was like most of the characteristics of a trader I did not have at all. I was not patient. (laughs) I was not consistent. I was not disciplined. Again, I was I was just 1817 just playing video games and trying to have fun and stuff like that and try to figure out how to get a girlfriend, all that stuff. And then that pivoted with literally within a year because I had to. And I put myself in certain situations that forced me to kind of grow up. And if for, I also put myself around the right people. So um, this is another thing, too, that I also had to do that kind of stimulated it. If you have friends or people that are kind of holding you back from where you need to be in terms of like they're a negative influence, like, are, right, let's always go to a party, but let's always play the game. Like, you, can, you might need to cut those people off. I cut off like 20 friends that I had, and I literally just stayed alone Until I found new friends that actually were where I needed to be. Now I have friends like some of my friends now are doing six figures with credit or have a six figure clothing brand. I actually got a friend. I um, my friend actually he trades too, and it's true, like literally killing it right now and actually talking to him and learning from him and learning side by side how the market works. Like literally it's only like the strategy part is literally not it, even it. It literally forces you to be a better person. Like that's the one thing I like about the market though. It teaches you how to be a better person and, and being a better person. You're a better entrepreneur because of mm,
3: that me. is and, so true this is his mindset like can, can what is in his water can you give it to <laughs> some of the other guys that are even you know you are you have so much wisdom beyond your years and you're so well-spoken so shout out to your mom and dad because you guys have raised a very well-spoken respectful young man like thank you this. <laughs> drop, drop that bomb real quick but no like honestly it, it's having the understanding that you do for the market and having the understanding to know at your age, how much patience is, is needed and consistency. It's, those are the core things that you need for business for trading for, for anything that you do. So what are, what are some of the things that you like to do to kind of unwind from trading and from entrepreneurship? I mean, you are young. Do you still party? Like, what does that look like for you now? I was, I was really hoping you weren't going to ask that.
0: <laughs> um, So I don't, I don't really do anything else. Besides, I might play basketball. I mean, sometimes too. Um, I like to play uh basketball with some entre- entrepreneurs as well. Um, I might like going out with other f- my fun is doing anything with like-minded people, whatever, whatever it is. If we're like going to a conference, an event, even if like I have some entrepreneur friends that are doing like really well and they're like, hey, you want to go to this party or something like that? I'm like, I don't really want to, but sure, I'll go with them because I know that in order for them to maintain that they still have, they have limits and boundaries. And based on what those limits and boundaries are, I can fit that. So I kind of just, I don't really know. I don't really, cause i always, I'm so focused on, I'm not where I want to be. So I shouldn't be partying and having fun yet. But again, I've, I've, I'm trying to loosen up a little bit more. I, like my, some of my friends be like, yo, and they're doing better than me in terms of financially. And they're like, yo, you need to loosen up. Like, <laughs> like they be like, you need to go to some party have some fun because you're so locked in and it's one thing if my like some friends from back home said that, but if they're saying it and they're like they've been through that path, they've been doing it for two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years, they're like, yo, you need to loosen up because sometimes like matter of fact, I was just in Houston, um uh shout out to credit because I actually flew to Houston for free uh using my reward plan. It's beautiful um. And I was just we're
2: raising like a whole different genre of of young people.
3: I'm just like, (laughs) oh, my gosh, this is how my children are being raised. Like, this is amazing. Like, oh, my gosh. But yes. So just just for context, I didn't ask you that to say, like, oh, he doesn't party. It's to make a correlation between the fact of like when you're focused and when you know what your purpose is and when you're operating in a space of excellence and wanting to succeed and have a better life. The things that you focus on are different and it's OK. Yeah. You know, I just hit my five years last Wednesday in business full time and owning my first business full time. I also own a um residential and commercial cleaning company and yeah. I just hit five years in business, five years full time working for myself. And for the first five years, I worked the way you're working. I didn't yeah. stop. I didn't take breaks. I didn't go on vacation. I didn't. And now I made a lot of i make great money. It's not that, it's just the fuel for wanting more, for wanting to yeah. be more wanting to know more. So don't feel bad, even if the people that are doing better than you or you're doing better than them, if they're like, take a break. When you're ready to rest, your soul will tell you when to rest. And obviously you have to rest as a requirement, not a result, as a reward, but when it's time to work, you'll know when you're, you're ready to make that switch to do the more of the partying and things that, like you're just not at that level for yourself yet. And that's okay. Don't let nobody take you. Off of that, because listen, you're 19 years old and you're doing better than a lot of people that are my age. And I'm almost 30.
2: <laughs> so you were saying you're talking about the Houston trip. Kind of want you to finish that <laughs> oh, thought a little yeah.
0: bit. Um, I flew out to Houston with one of my friends I was telling you about. Uh, she's her name is uh, Alyssa Allen, and she's literally doing it's crazy. She's doing six figures in credit right now. Um, our, we're both trying to get to a million dollars in credit, like by the end of the year. Um, and we were out in Houston trying to get, you know, content so we can grow our page. So that way, when we actually have our free content, free masterclasses, or we're trying to sell our product, we can actually grow and we actually have that audience now. So that's what we were trying to go to Houston for. Cause there was an event, um, and we went to the Houston event. Um, and then there we were getting content. We were getting interviews with people with some influencers, high level people, and we were just interviewing them. And then I noticed that they were also trying to have some fun too. So I was like, you know, that's pretty cool. You know, they're talking to people, you know what I'm saying? They was like, oh, you should go talk to some girls. And I was like, I don't know. Because I was, with, uh, we were also with um, our friend as well, Jacoby. Like he's killing it right now too. He's 21. Um, he has a digital marketing agency for doctors. But he's also like, uh, he teaches people how to get fit too. Like he was literally 155, went to 190. And he's like ripped now. He's trying to get me like that too. But um, they were basically partying and stuff like that. And they were talking to people and having fun. And it was almost, I felt... Um, I felt detached. Like I couldn't do it. Almost it was so weird. I couldn't really talk to those people. I, I felt because they weren't like entrepreneurs. I couldn't really talk to them about business because that's all I really talk about. I wake up, I go to my computer, I make sure I chart everything. I go for a walk just to get my mind off of it. And then nine 30 I'm trading. And after that, I'm saying, "All right, how am I going to get to my goals right now? How am I going to get to this?" So I don't really think in the terms of like, "All right, having fun and that stuff." So I really wasn't good at it. But (laughs) to a certain extent, you have to, because that is my market audience. So I should be able to at least communicate or at least understand where they're coming from, at least. So that's what I was trying to do. So it is a learning curve, but yeah, I'd got, in terms of the business side, I got what I need to do down there. But at the same time, developing myself to actually do both and at least understand both sides, that's what I'm trying to master. Because once right. I master that, I mean, seven figures is easy because now I know my target audience and what they're going through and what their limiting beliefs are. And then from there, I can teach them trading from their perspective. And then from there, mm. I, it's a wrap. He
3: got to figure it so out.
2: <laughs> he does. He does. I mean, he, he definitely does. I'm curious. You mentioned your strategy. Can we talk to you yes. about like your trading strategy and what that looks like?
0: Of course. So I typically like to trade off of price action, but I also like to use primarily reversals. So what I like to do is I like to go to the higher time frames, like the one month, the one week, one day, and also sometimes the one year as well. And what I like to do is I like to see time frame continuity. So for example, if I want to enter a trade for calls, for example, I want to see preferably the one year, one month, one week, and one day up. And then from there, when I day trade, when I go down to the one hour, 15 minute, uh, five minute, and one minute chart, I like to play off of that. So for example, if you know, an overall spectrum. If it's on an uptrend, the whole market or the stock is on an uptrend, right? There's going to be ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. When there's a pullback in the market, but overall time frame continuity is bullish or it's trying to go to the upside. When it does pull back, I like to find those entries on those reversals because it pulls back to a certain price. I get in there. And I like to play that for day trades typically. That's typically what I like to do. Um, and the, I'll actually literally, be, matter of fact, I don't even care because even if I give this to somebody. They're still not gonna be able to do anything with it if they don't have the proper mindset to use it. Um, so I typically like to use the volume weighted price average, the 9 EMA, the 21 EMA. I like to also use the strat as well. It's the strat. So you use it's there's three types of candlesticks. There's inside bars, there's directional bars, and then there's outside bars. And all of those literally form those chart patterns and those uh candlestick patterns that you do see in the market, but they all have different meanings. So I like to trade off of those. So if there's a let's say there's a one candle, that means price is consolidating inside of whatever the previous range was. So let's say price was going down. And then the next candle, let's say in the 15 minute or the one hour, it's consolidating a little bit and it's not, it's chopping around, not really going anywhere. When it breaks out of that, that's where I like to enter. I like to enter off of those breaks of the lower, the high of that previous range. And I like to play that. That's a summary of like how I like to trade.
2: So you're saying if you have like the consolidation and it breaks to the upside, you're playing the upside. Yes. Got it. Got it. When you're when you're trading, do you trade the same stocks or do you look for whatever's moving in that moment?
0: Uh, I like to trade the same stocks. So Spy and QQQ are always on my watch list and I only give room to two more. Like so I have a list. I have a list of 86 stocks that I do like. um, But then from there, I'll just go through and see different setups that I see. And then from there, I'll only add two to my watch list. So I like to look at four um, at a time. But I still like to always trace buy QQQ, like always, because I want to map because I've always taught my mentors taught me like you have to master at least one or two stocks. You have to. And then from there, if you want to diversify later, cool. But you have to master these two, because mm-hmm. if you understand how these move, everything else, I mean, it just at least buy and QQQ, you have to at least understand those because that's the overall market for the overall spies for the overall market and then for QQQ, overall tech market. So you can see that. But yeah. I'd like to master those, though. Yeah.
2: Um. Where was I going with that? I had a question. <laughs> I forgot what it was. I, forgot I was going with that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Trading. What are your trading goals? What does that look like for you?
0: So I actually had to change them because I realized having monetary trading goals makes you forget that you're actually trading because I always tell my mentees this too, if you focus on the money, you won't make any, but if you focus on your strategy, you will make money. Um, Because if you're focusing on the dollar amount that you're trying to make, now that means you're entering the market and you're trying to focus on getting that. And if you don't get it, you feel like you failed. But the whole purpose of you trading is making sure you trade your strategy and your setups right. So for example, if you get into the market and your goal is to make, let's just say, let's just say 10% on a day, but the market wasn't really giving you able to give you 10%, but you had a stop loss of, let's say, I don't know, 2%, right? So it hits your stop loss of 2% or you only lost 2% of your account. Cool. Move on to the next day. Now, what you do is you break that down and you say, all right, I lost 2%, but I followed my strategy. My strategy says, if I lose 2%, I'm out. If I make 10%, I'm out. As long as you're following your strategy, you're good. But if you focus on, oh, I should have made $1,000 today, man, the market's a scam. I don't want to do this no more. That's why people quit because they're so focused on how much they can make instead of focusing on how to execute their strategy properly. Because the how much you make is proportional, one, to how much you actually have in your account and also the risk to reward that you actually do make on your trade. Because I told people this, you can have $100 if you make 10% of that, that's 10 bucks. But if you have a hundred thousand, 10% of that is 10,000. So if you're trying to make a thousand dollars in a day, that's proportional to how much you actually have in your account and the percentage you make. If you don't know what that is, then you can't really try to chase something that you don't even know the parameters of. Some people want to start with a hundred dollars and make a thousand dollars a day off rip. Like unless you want to make 10,000, what's that? 10,000% a day, (laughs) a day. (laughs) If you can do that, let me know (laughs) so I can get your strategy. But I mean, Chase, I don't like to chase dollar amounts. I like to chase, um, I like to trade my setups. If I trade my setups properly, I listen to my strategy, I follow my rules, that's my goal. Because if I do that, that allows me to be consistent. And then from there, I grow consistently. And then from there, I beat the market. (laughs) A
2: lot of people use the term setup. What do you mean by setup?
0: Setup. So when I say setup, I'm talking about anything to protect my capital or to make me money. So, for example, if I have a trading setup, right? So, let's say the market is in a, is about the is the market is pulling going up, and then it does a pullback, right? It has a small pullback. I want to enter at the as price is coming down. I might be looking into getting calls because now the calls are cheaper. So now, what I'm going is this: once it actually gets to a specific point, let's just say, let's just say for a specific example, let's say somebody can understand it. Uh, if there's a supply and demand zone, if there's a Demand zone here. Price comes up and then it comes back down to that demand zone. Once price gets to that demand zone, I'm entering my trade. But what I'm doing is I have a very small stop loss. Once it hits that demand zone, once it enters, cool, I enter my position, small stop loss here. And then from there, I'm looking to target the high of whatever that the next supply zone is. So the profit might be up here. So small stop loss, the, um, the target is going to be up here. And then from there, if I trade that correctly, whether I make money or even if it hits my stop loss, as long as I follow my rules, that's what I mean, because that's my setup for the day. Got it.
2: So if you had to teach Michelle how to trade options, <laughs> where would you tell her? How would you get her started?
0: All right. So I would teach her. Well, I would tell her one, two. Well, first, I'll tell anybody this too because most people think you got to pay for it. You can really go on youtube and just look that stuff up for yourself but i'll teach you what to like what are the first things you need to know first you need to know what the stock market is first you have to understand what it is how the Very businesses true. are bought and sold there first then you understand what a stock is and then you understand what an etf is so a simple way i can just break that down really quick a stock is basically like a company like apple amazon tesla that you can basically buy or invest in to basically hold a portion of that company but an etf for example is a basket of stocks. So we just talked about what a stock is. ETF is a basket of stocks. So what you'll do is you understand the basics first. Once you understand the basics, so you understand what the stock market is, what is a stock, what is an ETF, what is a REIT, which is a real estate investment trust, and then look up what is an option contract. Once you understand what an options contract is, then you're going to, actually, I think she's taking notes too. Uh, <laughs> yes, to taking. I'm so proud of you. Okay. So... You'll understand what a stock is, ETF, REIT. Then you'll look what what an option is. Below that, bullet point, the type of option it is. So either it's a call option or a put option. So look up individually what those are. What is a call option? What is a put option? And then after below that, bullet point in the money, below that, below at the money, and then below that, put out the money. So you want to understand what an option is. The next thing you want to understand is what is a call and what is a put. And a call is betting on the stock going up a put is betting on a stock going down. And then you want to learn what an in the money, at the money, out the money call option or a put option is. And then from there, you just study that. Once you understand what an option in total is, then you can start looking into, all right, now I can start looking into strategies. Now I can start looking into how trading works and how options works proportional to actually trading and stuff like that. And then from there. You would get a mentor at that point. So you can get a mentor who already has a strategy that you can learn already. You get that person's strategy and you see them first. So see how they trade. So look up videos on people trading. This is what I did. I looked up people that traded and I watched them live trade and I saw so they were trading options as well. So I would listen to them first. This is this again. You can do this is what I did. So what I would do is I would put a YouTube video on somebody live trading. I would just I would turn off the TV basically, but I had the audio on. I would listen to the audio of them talking first. So I can get the terminology of what they're saying. So I'm internalizing what they're talking about. And then I would go to the video. And then from there I would turn the audio off. Now I'm watching the video. I'm watching their screen, seeing what they're doing, seeing how they're entering, seeing what these lines and stuff mean. And then I watch the video with the audio and video. The reason I do that is I need to get the terminology that they're talking about first. So when they talk about calls, puts, when they talk about uh prices. Price is, um, prices about to, be, my uh, my contracts about to be in the money now. So I'm going to take profit or it's about to hit my stop loss. So I'm just going to exit quickly right here. Or they say, I'm about to get into this because price is starting to uh, pull back right now. So I'm going to enter here and getting calls long. Like I'm understanding what they're talking about. I'm getting the lingo. So now I can talk and think like them now. Now I can see what they're talking about now. And then from there I can replicate it. So the main thing is just understanding the basics understanding what an options contract is in its entirety, watching people trade first and seeing what they're doing, seeing how they're entering and why they're entering. And then from there, you learn a strategy from a mentor or learn it from somebody on YouTube, whatever the strategy is. You study that strategy and you practice it yourself. So that means you make your account. So you make your account with Thinkorswim, E-Trade, Webull. And then from there, you set it up. Again, you can watch YouTube literally to show you how to set that up. And then from there, you get, you already have the strategy right now. You learned the strategy from somebody else. You put that strategy into that platform. And once you put it in there, you just go back in time and you just look for those setups. So however you're supposed to, so for example, if let's say it's nine EMA, 21 EMA, if the nine EMA exponential moving average is basically a line, once that line crosses above the 21 line, that means you enter a trade basically essentially. So if you, that means you enter a trade, all right, cool. Now I'm going to enter a trade here. All right, how much would I have made if that happened? And you do that a hundred times first. You do that a hundred times. I go. I know this is a lot, but again, I have like 20, 30 minutes to like do all of it. And she's taking all the notes. All right, note takers are money makers. Note takers are money makers. She
3: listen. When, watch. I'm gonna see you on Saturday. I'm gonna be like, so I oh. made uh, twenty thousand in the market. Okay.
1: Yo, it's the Options Trading Workshop presented by Tide Capital. Learn the fundamentals and advanced trading strategies that allow us the chance to earn $20,000 in side money in one year while working a job and running multiple businesses. That's right. Learn the what, the where, and the how of options trading in this exclusive webinar. To find out more details, hit us up on the link in the bio, on Instagram at Partner With Millie or on Instagram at Todd.Capital, or just head over to gumroad.com forward slash Todd Capital.
0: Listen,
3: manifestation is real around here, okay? <laughs> listen, when I, I'm i going to do this, and you, listen, I need a mentor, so I'm going to be in your DM, because I'm gonna be like, listen, you taught me this, how to start it. We're going to finish it together, okay?
0: Yeah, let's finish it. Actually, matter of fact, I think that's pretty much it. Actually, once you yeah so actually practice for a hundred trades and then from there you'll t- so out of a hundred you'll see let's say you won seventy trades out of a hundred right That means that strategy has a seventy percent win rate essentially oh okay so now after a hundred trades, you know the win rate of that tr- uh, of that strategy and you also know the typical like risk to reward that trade that strategy basically has so that means you'll make us X, you'll, each trade, you'll make X amount. And then out of each trade, you'll also, you might be able to lose this amount, but you mm-hmm. know what that risk to reward you'll is. You'll kind
3: of see what that looks like.
0: So you'll have a win rate and you'll have a risk to reward that you risk, meaning this is how much I can lose. Reward means this is how much I can make on this potential trade. And then from there you have the win rate and you have the risk to reward. Now you have both of them together. If those are good. So a risk to reward that's good is, well, for me, I like to have a risk to reward that's, at least, at least one to three. I I'll have a one to five, but you at least need a one to three. Do not have a one to one risk to reward ratio. Please <laughs> do not have a risk to reward ratio of one to one. That means you're risking, let's say 10% to make 10%. Please don't do that. If I, I perfect, this is exact example. If I say, I'll give you my AirPods, but you got to give me your AirPods. And then after that, I'm going to give you my AirPods again and you give me your AirPods back. That's stupid. We're not doing that all day. But if I say, Hey, I'll give you my AirPods. If you give me 10 AirPods or I'll give you an AirPod, you give me 10 AirPods. Now I'm getting that all day. I'm getting hundreds of AirPods from you and I'm only giving you 10. That actually makes logical sense. Okay. So you have to look at trading like that too. If you're whatever you're willing to risk you have to make more. It's as simple as that.
3: Okay, I think on a, in in all honesty, and I'm not just saying this. I actually understand this a lot better now that like in the ways that you've broken it down because I always just hear like just da 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 da, da and actually <laughs> like now it's going through. So I'm excited. I listen. I bought I bought Charles' uh, options trading course two years ago, so I think I might go dust that off too. And <laughs> I think you guys don't. have just created an options trader. Yes, that's me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's inspired she's inspired you showed it her what's in my possible bio too. and i think you've done that for other kids too like when you're out there and you talk talking to other kids you see like a spark in them like man this is possible for me too
0: yes it's so it's it's so crazy because i actually go so i went. remember the interview thing i said i went to go college campuses too um i actually just went to kennesaw state and i was doing interviews with kids and they have no clue what this stuff is but they're so open-minded to learning it so i'm like wow they have, and the thing is, actually, I talked to somebody. She makes sixteen hundred a month without working. She gets allowance sixteen hundred dollars a month. I'm like, mm. if I was given sixteen hundred dollars a month to do nothing, I could literally just be learning how to trade. Take all that, even if I lose the money, I'm getting paid next month. I could. It's crazy how like the potential you have, especially with. Okay, again, I'm also not telling y'all to do this either. I'm really not telling y'all to do this. But even still, I've seen people too. And actually, matter—I actually—I can't say that on here. Actually, matter of fact, I don't think I can say it. So I'm just gonna move on. So (laughs) that's a whole—that's—I don't even know. I don't want to get in trouble.
2: But uh, he was probably gonna say, if you get a refund from your college education, you can invest that as opposed to just blowing it on sneakers and TVs, like I saw people do when I was in college.
0: (laughs) That too. But there's another one too. That's a little bit—it's a little bit deeper than just the returns too. You can actually—let's just—I'm just just gonna say this. Let's just say—let's just stay you can use student loans outside of college. Let's just say that. So outside of that. So yeah, I've seen kids, they'll, there's the spark in their eyes. It's crazy because they, because once they see me, they think, oh, how the heck is he doing that? And then when I explain it to them and make it simple, they're just like, I need to do this now. Like I need it. And I'm telling people this, like, especially I'm, I have somebody I'm working with now. He's uh 13 years old. And he's learning it too. Like I'm like, bro, when you my age, mm-hmm. and people come up to me like, "Yo, I wish I was your age." I'm like, please. The people I'm teaching now are like ten. I've ten year old. I know. Actually, matter of fact, I was teaching on a five thousand wow. class. He's. I'm seeing this little kid in there. I'm like, hold up, this class people had to pay five thousand to get in there. There's a ten year old in there. Wow. He's ten. I'm like who are you i need to know you <laughs> and i'm talking to you like there's so many kids out here that have so much potential outside of me like i've only been doing this for a year the only reason that i'm able to even teach or even help people with this stuff is just because i make it simple for myself because again i have to break it down super simple for me because i'm very i've heard i've i've been given the term self-aware or cognizant of certain things. And I can take that with options and just teach it to people. Like, matter of fact, I was just out of school and people say, oh, I need money to start trading options or I don't have enough money to start doing it. I'm like, your ability alone has six figures. You can make any kid right now. If you're watching this and you're a kid, if you're, I don't care if you're 22, 21, 20, 19, all the way down to 14, 15 years old, especially if you're young, you know how to make six figures right now. You know how to do it. Everything. I don't care what you do. You can play basketball. You can do. I don't care what you do you can do it. I was just out of school and I taught, I like, think, tw- 10, 20, 30 kids how they all can do six figures off of what they did. Matter of fact, I, can, I don't know if y'all mind if I can give a few examples of how people can do Go it. Go ahead. Just a few examples. So there was one girl there. She was 17. She does lashes. So if you're a girl, all the girls, all the ladies the, and the ladies out there in Zoom land or YouTube, whatever, whoever's listening to this, if you're a girl, listen to this. She was doing lashes. She learned how to do it in like a couple months or something like that. She charges $50 to $100 for lashes. I'm like, y'all pay that much for lashes? That's crazy. But she was basically like, yeah, they charge that much. So it was $50 to $100 for lashes. I said, all right, how many times can you get a client while you're still in school? So while you're still during school schedule, how many people can you do a day in one day? She said five. I said, okay, cool. So that means you can make $500 in a day. She said yes. I said, okay, cool. How many people do you know that's not making $500 a day right now, but they, if they had $500 a day, it would make their life so much better? She said, a lot of people. I said, just give me a rough number. She said, millions of people. I said, okay, cool. You said millions of people. I said, cool. Now I'm gonna ask you this. If I gave you five, would you give me $500 if I taught you how to make $500 a day? She was like, of course, why wouldn't I? I mean, give you $500 one time to learn how to make $500 a day, duh. So I was like, all right, cool. Just to be conservative, you said millions of people need to make $500 a day because they're just not making it right now, right? Millions. I said, let's be extremely conservative and say 20 people. Out of millions, 20 people want to learn how to make $500 a day. You teach them how to do lashes, how to get the clients and stuff. You could do a master class. Teach twenty people for $500 dollars time how they can make five hundred dollars a day. You get twenty people that's ten thousand dollars. You can do that every single month. Do a four week class teach them how to do it. Do that every single month. That's six figures a year. That's one hundred twenty thousand dollars every single year. That's off of twenty people. That's twenty people. And again, it's just I just like to. It's common sense. If I'm and I'm asking them, would you give me five hundred dollars to teach you how to make five hundred dollars every day? Of course, it doesn't of common sense. So matter of fact, I'll give you guys another example. There was this guy that played basketball. He was kind of clowning around in there too. He was like, man, this is, this is, this is fake. This, is, this doesn't even make sense. I was like, all right, so what do, what are you good at basically? He said, man, he was like, he cursed too. He was like, S word. I'm about to, I'm good at basketball. I'm like, okay, so you can beat me at basketball. He was like, yeah, I can beat you at basketball. I could beat anybody here in basketball. I was like, y'all think he could beat y'all in basketball? They was like, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Imagine mm-hmm. how many kids are bullied or they feel left out or they feel alone or they feel like they can't do it because they don't know how to play basketball and they can't play with their friends or they're not able to play in school or they're not able to join the team. How many people do you know that's like that? He said a lot of people. I said, all right, cool. So what if you rented out a gym for a little bit, just for like, let's just say about three, four weeks. And now you get like 10, 20, 30 people in there, in that gym. And now you're showing them how they can start playing basketball. So week one, you teach them how to dribble. Week two, you show them how to shoot. Week three, you show them how they can uh, uh, get you know get their handles right. How to play defense. Number four, four you show them how to do one on ones and how to play in game for four weeks. Now you're showing them how to play basketball. Now let's just say, for example, you charge. Actually, they probably charge higher than that, but let's just say it was $500 again. Like I like to use the $500 example. $500 for 20, 30 people. That's at least six figures a year. And again, you're only doing it one time a month that's 10K a month. That's easy. It's 120 a month. I mean, a year. Six figures right there. Awful. They didn't have to learn option. They didn't even have to learn this stuff. Now, you taking that money that you make making from that and you setting that aside and putting that to your trading account while you're doing this and you're learning how to do it. And now you actually have the money to do it. Now you can practice. I didn't have this. I only had $500 and now I'm at five figures right now. Again, that's not even a lot. I've only been doing this for a year. This is not even a lot of money. It's not. Like, <laughs> I... <sighs> <laughs> y'all really don't understand. I haven't made that much money, but I've taught people how to make, I've taught people how to make more money than I have. Collectively, I probably taught people how to make at least probably five, $600,000 trading options. At least. Matter of fact, I'm actually about to teach. Uh, uh, I don't know if y'all know support by colleges.
2: Yep. Of I'm course. About teach,
0: I'm about to teach Justin how to trade. <laughs> like it doesn't, it's beyond me because again, it doesn't come down to the dollar amount. It comes down to how well do you know your stuff? I'm on here. You made seven, eight figures off of trading, right? <laughs> none Like, but again, it comes down to how well you can dissect the market, but also dissect yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you don't think you can do good at trading because of this limited belief or this limited belief, then you don't need to be trading. Mm-hmm. I just show people how that you can do. Literally, if you do, oh, please. Let you do hair. Let you know how to do hair. You, uh, Miss Michelle, do you know how to do hair?
3: No. And that's why I don't have any. All
0: right. Matter of fact, Miss Michelle, what do you you know? What do you know how to do that I do not know how to do? I know how to clean. You know how to clean. Okay. so what do you know? What do you know how to clean? Just give me an example.
3: Anything I can clean. Crime
0: scene cleanup. I crime scene,
3: crime scene F- crime scene. All right. Let's just say uh, okay, I don't know the numbers for that, but I don't know how they would paper. That, that was real that was real extra. I've owned a tax office <laughs> before. Is that is that a little bit better? Huh? Tax office? I've owned a tax office, yeah. I've I've owned a tax office, I've owned a hair care company, I've owned a catering company, I own a nonprofit, I've owned a residential commercial cleaning company. I have a business development agency. I mean, anything that I've ever wanted to do, I've done, so I mean Oh, and I'm opening up a janitorial supply store in August, so we can choose any of those options as well.
0: I can't, I can't use you for an example. You already made six figures from like... Yeah, she's already at the <laughs>
2: boss.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, hun. i I'm already if there, but you the the know what? One, I was
0: like, yep, six figures right there. Like, yeah. that's- <laughs> I mean, Who doesn't need time?
3: Ta-
0: it's great. Okay. So that was a bad example. Okay. Just give me one skill set that you know how to do just in general, just one skill set that you know uh, how to
3: You know I know how to speak well.
0: I know, I'm, know. I'm a
3: really good speaker.
0: Okay, so you're a really good speaker. Okay, just is that another good one? No, nah, that's not. A, no, no, no. We we don't work with that. We got you. All right. So you know how to speak well. All right. How many people have a great message? They have a life story that they need to tell somebody. They're just something that's in their heart that they just want to get out, or they want to go on. They want they have something that they can teach. They're a great entrepreneur, but they're not a great communicator. Or they make, they're great in business, but they don't know how to make content. Or they are great at this, but they don't know how to communicate it to somebody else but you know how to do that. How many people do you know that know, that are just like that? Oh my gosh.
3: Whatever you're, whatever you are, are selling, I'm buying. Like, I'm <laughs> like oh, you take my credit card, please.
0: You know how you have an ability that can teach people. Again, there's certain people like me that might not know how to speak. That might not know how to do this, but they're able to make money. Now you show them how to speak. Now they can go on stage. Matter of fact, perfect example. Let's just say, You teach them how to speak. Let's just say you teach them how to speak. Let's say they have an offer that's $5,000 or something like that, right? Let's say they're a great business owner, but they are not good at speaking. They're not good at speaking, right? You teach them for like, let's just say about a month or so. Let's just say a month or two. Let's just say two months, two months. Two months you work with them for about eight weeks and you're showing them how to speak. You're having them practice. You're having them get up on stage. You're having them with a microphone. You're You're breaking down what they actually know how to do and their expertise, and you're making it simple and digestible. So that way they can actually deliver that to different people and they can deliver deliver that to their audience. And then week five, let's just say you're breaking down what their audience is, who they need to communicate to, who they're talking to, who are they trying to reach. And then from there you get who they're trying to reach. And then from there you teach them how to talk to that person. So, for example, if I know that there's somebody that likes to party, I'm talking to them like, hey, you trying to come to this party? Or there's a party on Fifth Avenue, you trying to go, like you talking a language, right? So now you identify who they are. You can speak their language. Now, let's say they go on stage, right? Now you teach them how to speak. They get on stage for an hour. Let's just say they're speaking in front of 200 people, right? Let's say out of those 200 people, they get, let's just say 5%, even though the general number is 10%, let's just say 5% of those people. 5% of 200 people is 10 let's say 10 people, they say, hey, if you got some value out of this, I have a $5,000 offer right now. And I'm going to show you guys how you can literally get from here to here based on what I just taught you guys in this class today. If anybody are you interested in that, come to the stage right now. I got you. I'm going to show you how to do this right now. Five people come up to the stage, $5,000 right there. That's 25K right there in sales. Off of one speaking engagement. Not to mention if they go to a thousand dollars, I mean, a thousand people event or a 10,000 people event, or they speak in front of millions of people. Over I think the- million. The, the most, most important goat real quick,
3: Charles. He need
2: a little baby goat. We need a goat sound. We should <laughs> like have a goat like, sound. God. The
3: goat just spoke. <laughs> and I just want you to know you just created a new service for Prima Business Agency.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I yeah. like it because you tied their skill set to how they can make money for other people. And I think that's important because so many people see their skill set and how they can make money for themselves. Yeah. And so it's like if you can transfer that to somebody else, but also put a dollar amount on it, like it's not arbitrary for you. And I think what's important is it never can be more or less because sometimes it's yeah. difficult to hammer out that number. But it's like, say, like on average, on, on average, if you can make this much money, would you be interested? Does that make sense to then pay me this much money to learn how to boom, boom, boom?
3: That's how you monetize your genius, guys. Everything that he is saying is how you—if—if if monetize your genius was a definition, what he just did in these last three examples is how you take your knowledge base and you add a price tag to it, whether it be five k, three k, two k, ninety seven dollars. That is the power of putting out a digital product, something that you don't have to necessarily continue to put out. But like this whole speaking thing, like you being able got. You've just being able to sit there and take an idea and monetize the idea in less than 30 seconds. Like, I think this is like a Ripley. Like, do you guys see what he just did? He just took three different niches and showed you how to make money in them. Even if there's not, it's not something that you necessarily know how to do. Google, YouTube, learn, learn it, box it up and sell it like Bravo. Yeah.
0: I didn't, you know, again, I didn't know how to do this a year ago. I just yeah. <laughs> I just stayed in front of people. I, I didn't I don't know how to do any of those things. Those basketball, hair, nail, I definitely don't know how to do lashes that y'all can tell. But you know how to identify it. Yes, but I identified how it works because I just study how the system works because again, it can fail and it can succeed because of a simple thing. And I just identify the little things in between. And that's how, that's how my mind works. That's why it's hard for me to go to parties because I'm like, dang, <sighs> I go to this party. I'm like, all right, cool. If I speak to these many influencers, all right, I can talk to this person. I can go. That's what my mind is doing. So for me, I can grow in business, but again, that it's a gift and a curse at the end of the day. Yeah. It's a gift and a curse Curse because of how old I am gift because seven figures by the end of the year. <laughs> like that's how I look at it. I mean, the, the
2: cool thing is, is like, it's like, I, I keep saying, it's like the culture has shifted and maybe this is an Atlanta thing too, because it's like, it's trickling down. I don't even say trickling down, but it's, it's permeating throughout the culture from high levels to low levels to even 10 year olds that are getting this grasping this. Um, before I head to the wrap up questions,
0: yeah.
2: I want to see like five years from now, if you could just like kind of forecast where you'll be in five years, what does that look like?
0: Mm. I'd have to say I've helped ten thousand people make a thousand dollars a day I've helped retire well I've already I'm gonna have already been done that before five years has even come retire my parents um
2: where would you be living where w- what would you be driving um where would you be working
0: shoot living that's gonna be hard so I'm gonna have a place in Houston I have a place in Atlanta I'm gonna have a place in miami I'm gonna have a place in uh Vegas because Vegas is beautiful um in terms of their real estate um And when i'm really up there i might have a place in like la and stuff because it is expensive out there but um, i definitely want to get those four places first um and also want to have a place in romania or dubai i don't know which one of those but probably both um i'm gonna have a lamborghini huracan and i'm gonna have like a regular car like a honda civic or something like that just for like a daily driver and then i'm probably gonna have like a big car so that way if i am in atlanta um, I don't mess up my car and my wheels <laughs> so I can have that just in potholes. case. Those potholes in Atlanta don't play. They be trying to kill our car. This <laughs> it's, it's not cool. But I'm gonna have those and I don't even care about the cars because those car like I'm gonna be making a hurricane in a day, uh five years from now. So I mean those I are small confidence. Ways, right? So it's not confidence, it's just factual. I'm just at oh. this rate, I mean, it's just there's no reason I, if I don't, I have technically. Failed as an entrepreneur as a failed as a 19 year old failed as an stock entrepreneur. stock market
2: is, is a beautiful thing it, it's a very beautiful thing sometimes it feels like a cheat code like
0: it is yes like
2: we went to uh we went to vegas i want to say on friday saturday and on mm. friday I, I made about 20 and then today i made about like 20 and i was like it's tough to like really grasp because then we go to the mall and it's like we buy this we buy that and it's like, it looks like a lot, but it's really not a lot compared to like what the stock market can do for you.
0: And that's so, conservative too for you, most likely. That is conservative. That was just like a, all right, wake up to 20K today. All right, 20K. <laughs> that's somebody's yearly salary, but you're doing... I used to be my yearly,
2: like I used to be making like 40 grand, 50 grand. I was like, that's why, when I, when I started doing that, I was like, I can't go back to a job. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's
0: what I just told. I just told my mom, I was like, I will, the only job I'll ever get is a sales closing position for high ticket products. That's the only job I'll ever get. And that's the only, if you're getting, if you want to, okay, let me tell everybody this too. If you want to make money, do not get a job. (laughs) I'm telling you this right now. If you want to make money, do not get a job. Let me explain. Let me ask you this. Will your boss ever pay you enough to live next to you, next to him? If the answer is no, then you should not be working there or doing that. Like it just the only reason you should get a job is because that's something you're passionate about. If you're like an artist and that's something you're passionate about, that's what you need to be. If you're passionate about being a doctor and saving people, that needs to be a profession. If you're prof your uh if your passion is building things and creating things and designing things, you need to be an architect or designer, that needs to be your passion. If you're but most people are not passionate about working at McDonald's. Most people are not passionate about working in Old Navy. Most people aren't passionate about that. If you're pat, whatever you're passionate about, or even if you're not passionate about anything, or like, all right, you just want to be financially free, then you definitely shouldn't be working a the job. There's like, if I don't know if we, I really don't know if you have time, but there's like four levels of value, of uh, that dictates how money works and how much money you should be making. I don't know if y'all mind me. going We got time. Things. We got
2: time today. Cause... You know, got
0: right, time. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> I like to make sure you know what I'm saying. So there's four levels I learned this from one of my mentors. There's four levels of value. There's implementation, unification, communication and imagination. So implementation is you working with your hands, doing work like physical labor. That entails a job that entails like being a mechanic for example. So on the low end, you'll make minimum wage. On the high end, you might make 80,000, 90,000 a year if you're like a mechanic for like high-level cars or something like that, like expensive exotic cars. And you're a mechanic for. So That's the implementation stage. That's the lowest stage. That's level one. You actually working with your hands and working hard. Unification is the level above it where that's management, where you're managing people who are working hard. So they will always make more money than the people that's actually working, even if they're doing less work, because that's just how it works. It doesn't matter. So if you go into a hotel, the person that's cleaning the toilets and cleaning everything, the people that come in and clean your room, they're making less money than the people that's managing them. That's just how it works. They're implementing so they're making less. The people that are managing, they're making more. So that's unification. Communication is a step above that where you make money from your words or you make money from your mouth, right? That's where you have singers, actors, uh, comedians, uh, talk show hosts, uh, TV analysts, um, uh, podcasters, pe- speakers. That's where you have that. That's where they start making a little bit more money. They start getting to six figures or seven figures, right? With their voice, their communicating, right? Um, sales. I forgot to mention that sales. That's where you start making money. That's why I said the only position, that's the only job I'd ever get is sales because that's the third level of value communication. If I'm able to sell somebody on something, I can make, If, for example, there's people, in, there's probably people in here that probably sold drugs before. They probably don't, God knows what, but if you sold drugs before, let me just say this. If you sold somebody something for $50, something like that, and you had to, you're good. That's the reason Elon Musk even said that he was like, drug dealers are better business owners than most of these business owners today. Because they know how this system works. So instead of selling stuff for $50, it's like a pack for $50. I don't even know how much that costs because that's not me. But if you sell a pack for $50, why not sell a high ticket mentorship for somebody that's $50,000 and make 10% of that, which is five grand? Why would you be trying to nickel and literally nickel and dime when you could be making $5,000, dollars of dollars, hundreds of dollars per thing? And also, that's mind you, that's all for of one. If you do multiple calls, and you understand how sales work, how to persuade people, you can make literally six figures a year, seven figures a year off of just sales alone. That's why I said that's the only job I'd ever get. That's the third level, which is communication. The fourth level, which is imagination, that's just you. If you think of an idea or you come up with a, a concept or something like that, whether it's a patent, whatever uh, uh intellectual property, that's where that starts to get in the first level, which is imagination. Steve Jobs did not create the computer. Steve Wozniak did. Steve Wozniak was an implementer and Steve Jobs was the imaginator saying, hey, this could be something bigger. Created an idea. That idea became a $3 trillion company, which is Apple. Mind you, Steve Wozniak was an implementer, but he ended up making millions of dollars because he was under somebody that was imagining, someone that was imagining. That's the only reason he did that because he this, he implemented, he did what he was good at, but he did it under somebody that was like imagining, which is why, again, that was a trillion dollar company and he made millions. That's how it worked. That's how the system works. If you are imagining, if you are in imagination or communication, you are making six, seven figures easy. That's why I said everybody here, no matter what you're doing right now, you can easily make six, seven figures right now with where you're at. Literally. It doesn't matter what you do. You can name anything. Matter of fact, anything off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of something. If... God, if, if you're good at, I don't know, if you're good at, let's see, I'm trying to think of something that people are doing right now. If you're good at reading, for example, right? Let's say you're good at reading or transcribing or dissecting books. You might say, all right, cool. If you're good at dissecting books, all right, what you can do is there's college kids that got to read 20 pages or create 20 page things and they don't have that much time and their finals is coming up. Now during finals time, they're trying to crunch time and do all that stuff. You're a good reader. You're a good dissector. You can say, all right, cool. You pay me this much. I'll dissect this entire thing and analyze it and make it to a summary for you to dissect and for you to submit this for your final. But you got to pay me a fee. You can do that with thousands of different colleges. The, <sighs> There's the, always a need in the marketplace for everything. It doesn't yeah. matter what you do. As long as you're helping somebody, you will make money. Yep. That's, that's all I got
3: to say. that. <laughs> Wait, is Charles frozen? I think he's. Um, I think Charles is a little frozen.
2: So am I gone? I'm not there.
3: Oh, there you go. Um, back? Yeah.
2: All right. My bad. My bad. But 100 percent correct. Um, we got a few wrap up questions and we're gonna hit them. And it's gonna be a little bit different because you are a trader and i I still have like one or two questions regarding trading. But the first yeah. is like, who are your favorite like mentors or coaches in the options trading space that you learn from? Oh,
0: that's a good question. Um, Omar Ashraf. Dang, I don't want to say no. <laughs> uh uh you obviously you you obviously i actually got your course a while ago too because again I, back then i could afford it, so i literally got that too that actually nope. did help me um on the technical analysis side it really helped me with that um nope, so nope. definitely shout out to you um i'm trying to figure out i don't want to say too many names uh <laughs> ricky ricky Gutierrez. um i'd have to say sarah and then another one that i have to say probably kevin too kevin was really good too 100K? Um, yeah uh honeycat yeah. yeah call me honeycat yeah he helped yeah. me too he helped me realize that that's what kind of really the pivotal moment for me when i realized that your strategy does not dictate how much you make his la- his lack of fear and his emotional control is different i mean different yeah. <laughs> that's why i learned like literally it's, it's insane um because again to put six figures seven figures up into a trade like, that's hard. That's literally people's like literally yearly salaries as doctors, and he's doing that. That's yeah. hard because again, you're risking that much. You're putting that much out there. Like that's hard. So the fact that he can do that, the emotional control, that's heavy. Um, so I definitely like the emotional control. I I I was inspired by him because he was putting up so much. Um, oh, and taste what? Yeah, um, definitely. Shout yeah, to Tay. Right, yeah.
2: to- um, what's your favorite business or investing book?
0: My favorite business or investing book? I'd have to say, dang, that's not fair. I gotta, I gotta pick one. Um, I can't give one. But that's fine.
2: You can name as many as you need.
0: Atomic Habits, Who Not How, Trading in the Zone, uh, Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Those are Rich Dad Poor Dad and Think and Grow Rich. Those are kind of hand in hand there were like those are the beginner books that you read um the subtle art of not giving a f that book was really good too because again like sometimes there's certain things you just really can't care about you really have to just say hey i'm just going to do this anyway like we got to do this um oh profit first like those are some of the i that i like but yeah, yeah. that's kind of hard for me that was that was a little <laughs> that was a little hard um, that's a
2: good thing <laughs> it's a good thing that you're struggling to find <laughs> books to read or books to recommend yeah. um What does wealth mean to you?
0: Wealth means you own your 24 hours. You, okay, I'm going to explain this after I say it because most people are going to be like, what do you mean? You You own your 24 hours, you own your family, you own your friends, you own your possessions and you own yourself. So what do I mean by that? So if you own your 24 hours, no person that you're working for or something like that, they, they own, like if you go to a job, they own eight hours of your time. You own your whole 24 when you're wealthy owning your family would be giving up time with your family to go do this. No, you own that. Like now you can actually go and take care of your kids. Now you can be with your kids. Now you can build with them. Now you can teach them. Now you can spend time with your wife, take them on dates. You own your family. You own that time with your family. You own your time with your friends. Now you can go have fun with your friends. You can do things with your friends. I'm literally, my goal is I want to go on a trip with my friends when we have exotic cars and private jets, and we're just going to put up package money together and just go travel places and just do stuff together. Once we actually make it, like make it, make it, um, but on time with your friends and then also on your possession. So things like you don't own, you don't have bad debt when you don't have bad debt as well. When you have good debt, cool. That's good. That's perfect. Keep that. Um, and then, yeah, that's what wealth is when you just own everything that also owning yourself too. That's what true wealth is because most people, they'll have the money, they'll have family, they'll have all that, but they're not good internally. Um, And I feel like that's kind of what I'm battling now. But at the same time, I'm 19. So I have time to like, you know, learn and stuff like that. I already have a life coach now um, helping me on the mental side. Because again, being as a business owner and a uh, trader, it's mentally like draining a little bit and also trying to be like teach people as well. It is mentally draining. So wealth is when you actually have control, possession over yourself, like who you are. If you can actually be happy, like truly happy within yourself, um, And you own like your mind, and your mind isn't consumed by everything like that you see and all these negative stuff, and you control that. That's true, in my opinion.
2: My second last question is what sets apart successful traders from those who get, or traders or entrepreneurs, or traders and entrepreneurs from those who give up, fail, and never get started?
0: They embrace failing. With a smile, they they look at their losses as wins. Um, they never give up. They pride themselves in taking as many losses as they can as possible, so they can learn from them. Um, hmm. I think that's it. Oh, 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 and they're consistent. And yeah, consistency and fo- and studying your losses and emotional control. I mean, that's usually what stands people apart. Because again, for business and trading, it takes time to grow. It does. Oh. Like literally, all my mentors have been doing it for six, seven, eight years. So it takes time to master this thing. I haven't even mastered it, but because I master myself, it makes it easier Uh. for me to master the market. So, yeah. (laughs) Dope, dope
2: conversation, man. I know people are going to get a ton of value out of this, a lot of inspiration out of this. And um, I'm inspired to get, you know, just continue to refine and, and grow. And what's really cool, what I took from this is because that was one of the things that I said. I was like, my son's two, but I was like, I don't want him to work a job. I want him to trade options. And at first it just seemed like it was about just making money and not having to work for other people. But seeing all like the principles that you've learned in terms of like business, entrepreneurship, patience through your trading process, lets me know that it's bigger than just like money and trading. It's like all the things he's going to learn as a result of going through that process. So that was cool to see. Um, And we're going to get... Uh, Michelle's son's out there trading as well.
3: I was gonna say, Landon is turning ten in July. Yeah. We are we gonna put him to the test because that little boy is. He, my son is very intelligent. He loves numbers. He loves STEM, like all of those things. And I have my my boys in like the best private school. I don't play about their education. So he's ready this summer. Listen, I'm a, we're I'm calling you. We're we're gonna listen. We're raising a a a family of traders. So. <laughs>
0: So. Hey, and the thing is for them, if they are like 10, so just, sh- I-, I want you to do this too. Turn on trading, like whether it's trading podcasts, whether it's trading videos, whether it's trading, whatever it is, like just turn that stuff on and let them hear it. And again, because what I have to do for myself, the terminology, they probably not going to understand none of that. They probably like, mom, that looks super complicated. But once they, they get granted to their mind
3: mm-hmm. over
0: and over and over and over and over, then, then they, they just learn it. Like uh, one yeah. thing I learned about rich people, you can be stupid or have bad morals and still be rich. <laughs> <Yes. clears throat> Donald Trump. But you can literally, <laughs> you don't have to be like super smart or a good person to be both. It just comes through repetition because that just running in his family. That's all it comes down to, passing that down through repetition of information. So oh, true. even if they don't understand it, just keep playing it over and over again. And they're going to start asking you questions because again, just like they ask you questions about Door or Team Moomizumi or Pubble Guppies or Paw Patrol, they're going to ask you like, mom, the market's in a bear market. Shouldn't we start buying some Apple right now? Or shouldn't we start doing this? That sounds like Landon.
3: Oh my gosh. And I'm going to be like, I don't know. You're going to have to call somebody because I'm not the like <laughs> one, okay? No, my boys, they've been raised in this entrepreneurial journey. They, they already are on game. So if I'm mm-hmm. like Landon, Sit down and learn this, he's gonna be like, Oh, I get to help you. I'm like, Yeah, that little boy will learn options by the end of the week. <laughs>
2: yeah. I think what's cool about it is like kids are really, 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 really smart, yeah. smarter than I think sometimes to give them credit for. And then it's also like they have the ability to do these things. So they play video games, they can master that video game, they can master learning the words I and then have. they the songs. Why don't we just make make options trading cool again?
0: Make
3: options t-shirt. trading. We need a cool. t-shirt, Charles. We need a t-shirt. <laughs>
2: Uh, Where can they find you? Where can they follow you? Where can they support what you have going on?
0: Of course. So you can follow me on literally every platform at CEO Ashon. So CEO A-S-H-O-N on IG, TikTok, everything. I'm literally talking about literally trading on every single thing. Um, And if you do want to support, literally just check out again, support by learning from me. So on my pages, on my Instagram, TikTok, I'm literally posting about this. I'm interviewing people and asking them about financial literacy to test people and see what they do know. So again, if you want to support me, learn from me. That's all I ask. The bar. The bar. so
2: a <laughs> bore.
3: This whole this whole conversation, Charles. Like I I wrote down so many snippets because as a 19-year-old when I was 19, I was pregnant, I was not the person I am now, but to see somebody like you in this time being as articulate as quick-witted as just just the your whole being, your energy, I give it to you because it's it's hard out here and you know being a, I feel like a veteran in the game and I'm not even I'm only five years in, but it, I wish I had your mentality when I started because I'd be in a different position. So I have to say kudos and thank you for being an yeah. example, because I think that's just such a really big thing. And I'm so happy that you came on here because, guys, we got ni- a 19 year old spitting real game like he's out here for real for real, this is real life. So I give it to you. He's definitely taking the. This ain't, no, this is my year. No, this is your life on the line and you're taking it very serious. And I have to commend you for that because that's amazing. So thank, thank you for this interview and thank you for your time. I appreciate also it.
2: Also, shout out to your dad. Shout out to Jose, a uh, black dude, yeah. Spanish name. Um, sure. The apples are far, far, far from the tree. So, I mean, that's also inspirational because it's like, I I look forward to the day that my son is on podcasts, podcast, teaching hey. people, creating courses, making money, and he's only 19. Like, man, that's really cool to see. So, listen we're gonna go ahead and head out uh we look forward to seeing you guys all in atlanta this saturday uh from 12 to 4 you guys do not want to miss this we have limited tickets available hurry up and get those while you can because they will not be there for long we're going to be pulling ticket sales soon um limited to 50 people so make sure you guys get in there you can find it at live millionaire podcast.com live millionaire podcast.com we got dr dennis kimbrough coming out author of Thinking Girl rich of black choice as well as wealth choice you do not want to miss this. We're also going to have some special guests coming in. So with that, we're going to head out and we'll see you in Atlanta. My name is Charles Oglesby with Michelle Welch, and we are out. Peace. Yes, what's going on? This is Donald The Voice, the official
1: podcast producer of The Millionaire Talk Show featuring Charles Oglesby and Michelle Welch. Listen, if you are a listener to the pod, I want to make sure I take care of you with any of your voiceover or podcast needs. So head on over to DonaldTheVoice.com, hit that contact tab, and let's talk. Make sure you mention that you're a listener of The Millionaire Talk Show with Charles Oglesby and Michelle Welch, and I'll take care of you, hook you up, because uh, after all, we're appreciate your attention and your time and your continued support. So hope you had a phenomenal time listening to the show. Tap it with me and we'll see you here next time on The Millionaire Talk Show.